It was Monday afternoon, and American Airlines pilot Steve Scheidner went online and booked himself on an early morning flight to the West Coast, a flight that was scheduled to leave the following day. Now, there was nothing unusual about that. Steve had done that many times before. This was standard procedure for pilots at the time, at least at American Airlines. However, later that same day, another pilot, a man named Tom McGinnis, decided that he wanted to fly the following morning, so he bumped Steve Scheidner from the flight, and he scheduled himself to be the pilot that day. Now, he was well within his rights to do that because he had seniority over Steve at American. So on that beautiful Tuesday morning, Steve Scheidner went off to work at his other job, which happened to be with the United States Navy. And Tom McGinnis got on the plane. American Airlines, Flight 11, Boston to Los Angeles, September 11, 2001. It's still hard for me to talk about all these years later. Sadly, we all know the rest of the story. American Airlines Flight 11 was the first of the two planes that were flown into the World Trade Center that terrible day. It's extremely moving to listen to Steve Scheibner speak about September 11th and about his life since then. And you can find excerpts from talks that he has given and interviews that he's given online. Do a Google search of his name sometime. As a Christian, Steve Scheidner definitely understands the sacrifice of Jesus Christ from a unique perspective, a uniquely personal perspective, because he knows what it's like to have another person suffer and die in his place. Because Tom McGinnis suffered and died on September 11th, Steve Scheidner is alive, physically speaking. Because Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, suffered and died and rose from the dead, Steve Scheidner and all of us can have a life in the kingdom of God that will never end. That's the good news. That's the foundational truth that we focus on, that we celebrate, that we proclaim today on Easter Sunday and every Easter Sunday. As St. Paul put it in 1 Thessalonians 5, Jesus Christ died for us that all of us together might live with him. In some sense, Tom McGinnis sacrificed his life for Steve Scheibner. And Scheibner knows it. He knows it quite well. In one of those interviews that's online, Steve Scheibner is quoted as saying this, Words can't describe that moment of realizing that you should have been someplace, I saw on television where I should have died, but I didn't. Of course, every analogy falls short in certain respects, and that's definitely true of this one. As great as Tom McGinnis's sacrifice was, 
It was not, please hear me, it was not equal to Jesus' sacrifice for you and for me. The Lord's sacrifice was different. The Lord's sacrifice was greater. And it was different and greater in several respects. First of all, Jesus Christ knowingly sacrificed himself for us. He predicted his passion a number of times before it actually took place. He said in Mark 9, the Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men who will put him to death. He said that a number of times during his earthly ministry. Tom McGinnis, on the other hand, had no idea what would happen to him on that day. On American Airlines Flight 11, when it took off from Logan Airport, he couldn't possibly have known. Jesus also sacrificed himself willingly for you and for me, yielding his human will to his Father's divine will. Father, take this cup away from me. I don't want this. My human nature rebels against it. But not my will, rather your will be done. I'm sure Tom McGinnis didn't give up his life willingly on that horrible morning in September of 2001. Now that's not to say anything negative about Tom McGinnis. Let me tell you, in those circumstances, he shouldn't have given up his life without a fight. Rather, it's to say something positive about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and about what he did for all of us on Mount Calvary 2,000 years ago. Nor did Tom take Steve's place out of love. But that's precisely why Jesus died for you and for me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son. Jesus died for us knowingly, willingly, and lovingly. And for that, we should be most grateful. Neither Steve Scheibner nor Tom McGinnis deserved to be murdered on September 11, 2001. In that sense, they were like Jesus, who did not deserve that cross. Since, as Scripture tells us, he was a man like us in all things but sin. However, Steve Scheidner and Tom McGinnis and all of us do deserve a just punishment for our personal sins. In that, we are unlike Jesus Christ. But Jesus was willing to endure punishment, a punishment he did not deserve on Good Friday, so that we can avoid the punishment we do deserve in eternity. Tom took Steve Scheibner's place for economic reasons. And there was nothing wrong with that. He was providing for his family. He was doing his job. Jesus took our place for eternal reasons, out of love and out of mercy. I'm sure that every time Steve Scheibner sees news footage of the events of, at the World Trade Center on 9-11, he remembers the sacrifice Tom McGinnis made for him. How could he not think of that? And I'm sure he thanks God from the bottom of his heart for sparing his life. Well, if we're Catholic, and I presume most of us are, this is akin to what we are supposed to experience every single time we come to Mass. 
Perhaps this explains why many Catholics don't come to Mass regularly. They don't know their faith. They don't know what's happening here when Mass is celebrated. What is the Mass? There are many ways to define it. One way to define the Mass is, it is the unbloody representation of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for us on that cross. To represent is technical theological language, which basically means to make present. Jesus does not die again every time a Mass in a Catholic Church is celebrated. That's a common misunderstanding that many Protestants have about what we Catholics believe. Rather, Jesus' once-for-all sacrifice on Calvary becomes present to us. The Mass is the unbloody making present of the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And it's made present to us in a real way, but an unbloody way. It's much more real, and please hear this, spiritually speaking, than watching old news footage on television. Which means that we should be much more grateful here at Mass, in the presence of Christ crucified and risen from the dead, than Steve Scheibner is when he watches old news footage of the sacrifice of Tom McGinnis for him on 9-11. We should be more grateful. Question is, are we? Well, let me tell you this, if we are, we definitely will be at Mass next week and every week and every holy day from now on. How could we not be? Let me bring my homily to a close now with a quote from Steve Scheidner. He said, What I know is that somebody died in my place. Not once, but twice. That's where God comes into the whole thing for me. Tom sat in the seat I was qualified to sit in. And I should have been in that seat. In fact, I've sat in the very seat of that plane that Tom was in. I've flown all of the 757s and 767s American Airlines owns. So I know what it's like, literally, to sit there. And I still, all these years later, am qualified to sit in that seat. But Tom didn't die for my sins. God sent his own son to die for my sins. Jesus Christ was the other one who died in my place. And he hung and he bled and he suffered on a cross to pay a price for me that I wasn't qualified to pay. I couldn't have hung on the cross. I didn't have the same qualifications. So one guy sat in a seat that I should have sat in, the other hung and bled on a cross. One is far more significant than the other. That's not to trivialize what happened to Tom. Rather, it's to elevate and glorify what God did for me and for mankind on the cross. Very profound words. Most of us have not known, and thankfully most of us never will know, what it's like to have a man like Tom McGinnis die for us.
die in our place. But Jesus Christ already has, whether we're aware of that fact or not. And he rose again from the dead on Easter Sunday so that we might have eternal life with him. That's the good news. But you know what? Jesus Christ does not force that life on us. We have to choose it by living the faith that we profess. In this regard, I think we can all take a valuable lesson from Steve Scheibner. You know, 20 years ago, long before the terrorist attacks of 9-11 took place, Steve Scheibner wrote what he calls a life objective, sort of a personal mission statement. He said that since 9-11, this has intensified deeply inside of him, in his heart. It reads as follows. It's very brief, right to the point. To seek, trust, and glorify God through humble service and continual prayer. To raise up qualified disciples as quickly as possible so that one day I might hear God say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. It's my prayer that that very same life objective will either be born in us or intensify in us this Easter.